Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient. So you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Half the time they'll eat their words right there. They well, want to do it. They, don't, they want to also, write. They're going to be a little keyboard warrior and try me. Don't try me. Let's talk about this. You have an issue. I'm going to talk about it with you too because we need to get to the bottom of this. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Um, can I can I see them? Oh, okay. Um, this is the thing. I just one podcast ago started being in a studio and then just so you guys are fully fucking aware I definitely am a podcast listener of y'all so when I know that you guys do it in the car and I listen to you guys banter back and forth I'm like what the fuck am I going to a studio for I'm like, I agree I but actually, it looks I actually, super cool i actually want to know everything about where your studio is and everything that you have here's the tea oh it's run by it's run by comics so they like do a, a deal for comics so i'm like oh like how what's going on i'm gonna tell them the yeah, the yeah. truth right they're like 30 bucks all you everything you want i'm like what are you fucking talking about they're like 
we'll do your videos, we'll do the audio, we'll make you social. What else do you have to do for that thirty dollars? I do do blow though. (laughs) That's a cat does for us to get in the restaurant. I hate blow jobs. Like I hey no hold on hold on back up back up back up i remember when we were in london england they had that same kind of shit going on where they had those little studios but the, the people would go in and they would yes take care of all yes that shit. yes they would yes it was like a full business what what are we started i was I, that's what i wanted to ask you guys because i know we're doing both yeah yeah podcasts. yeah it's recording i can see cool. it i can see it i can see it where are you what, looking yeah, where are you looking at us where are you looking yeah, over you're, to the you're right? on a you're on a tv you're on a huge TV. Can I see my, my fucking Stop. lipstick? Shit. You guys look great. I am so totally into this because you guys, I feel like you are the cool moms that I have in my class that when the kid goes to the next grade, I'm like, listen, y'all bitches and me, we're going out. Like the I end. I would do that with you. And I always I wonder about, I'm always like, do they all have sex, healthy sex lives? The parents in my class. And hearing you guys just... <laughs> talk about it with your husbands on your podcast i'm like you know what here's the thing i'm into the raw mom honesty yeah we don't do anal really <laughs> no, no, i know no, i heard that. you don't no. do you don't what that's you don't, not weird you don't use both said you are not gonna do um anal. you're not gonna go ass to mouth <laughs> yeah, we're tropical <laughs> breeze Oh, I believe it's a quote. oh, right, right, right. Suck it after. I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. Again, oh, life think? is long, and obviously I keep talking about it because I want to get better at things and try what? new things. Well, I'm gonna, you're like, going to try anal. It's not, obviously, I've tried it. You're going to try again. You're going to go. I just feel like I, my, I'm so young. Mm-hmm. You have lots of time. I have to so much time to try all the anal. things. Got it. Because okay. uh, if she talks about it, then he's going to make she, you know, we can't not do anal I won't together. Talk about it in front. No, we'll do it together. Oh my god, you don't think they'll tell he'll sit Mark won't say I did anal last Dude, night. If you're doing it, I'm doing he it. Will I'm definitely, doing it, you know, does he listen to the podcast? What? Does yeah, no, they don't. They there's too many. doesn't either. And I'm I'm like, okay, I'll just say what I want. But every once in a while he'll sneak in and be like, Remember when you said I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh <laughs> how long have you been in a relationship for? Five and a half years. <laughs> Five and a half years. Yeah. So two years, they say it gets stale. What gets stale? (laughs) And who? (laughs) And who? What are you telling me? I I don't know about this. So basically, when we talk to like a relationship and sex experts and stuff like that, and we're like, you know, people, uh, a lot of people think that it's still going to have that butterfly feeling. It's just women, but just so you know, it's just women. Oh, it's right. not men. So women, so when two you, men would never have that problem. No, when you're a woman, <sighs> your desire is different than a man's. So women think they don't are no longer. They don't get like um. They don't get uh like you. You have to get a new partner in order to get horny again. Yeah, like wildly horny. Yeah, like where you want to rip their clothes off in a closet, like right. and oh an my elevator. God, so two men would never have that. And problem. Two men never have that. It's just because a, a man would a just lucky fucking you. Yeah, a man would just look at something and be like, "Oh, I can." My sleep jaw with. is a gape. Like yeah, I don't. No. Oh, well, sorry to tell you. Yeah, a woman's a woman's lady bits. You know, they don't just they don't just they're not, they don't drip just all the time. You know, it's like it's like you. I have I absolutely I have to do it tonight. 
Yes, I'm a hundred percent have to do it tonight. Yeah, yeah, next night. But yeah, I have to do it tonight. Yeah, good luck. Or he's gonna be mad all weekend. Really? Um, I love this. Because here's the thing too is I always wonder like when I first of all we're not married. I'm do I hint about getting married? all the fucking time like literally all the time like so that's like where we're at and i'm over here like if i am working this hard for marriage after five and a half years like am i gonna have to like work for sex in like 10 like i just can't believe after five years you still worked i know i do i do here's the thing i'm psychotic and like I, i feel like i found somebody who like can, like I will I will just look at him I'll be like you don't understand I know that everything that I'm saying is ass backwards to you but we need to do it this way and he's like okay I'm is like he older is he older than you he's three years older than me so what does he what does he do so he were um so the oh, this gen- <laughs> I'll give you guys the real tea the 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 mm-hmm. People often ask, and I don't really ever say because um, his people who work for him found they follow me, and they figured it out and like came to him. He's like, "I'm your fucking boss." Like, what? It was like weird. So I told people that he was a florist, and I put up all these fake pictures of him (laughs) and like flowers, and people were literally sending me emails. They're like will he do my wedding? Like, these are gorgeous. Like, how? what are his rates? Blah, blah, blah. Like, these are the dates. Is he open? So we'll say florist, but he actually uh, works for this really big company that's 100% always listening to you. And uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Yeah. No, I understand. You anything you want at any time and it'll be at your door like tomorrow. It's a rainforest. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. I love yeah. that. I love all of that. I love I love you guys. And you Thanks. live together. We do, yeah. Yeah. And We're when did you start going. podcasting? Um, so my podcast journey started uh about a year and a half ago. And it was it was a long, it was a long uh road. It was a long road. And then tell us more, why, about, tell us more about that. So I started interviewing, the concept originally was interviewing uh, celebrities and notable people who used to be teachers. And it was great. Like, I really enjoyed it. I was getting a lot out of it. The numbers weren't there. Then I pivoted and I'm a kindergarten teacher and I just started, okay, this is what happened last week. All this crazy shit. And people were like, yes! And it blew up. Wait, last up. week? This happened last week? Oh, no, week? no, no. This happened no. This happened in January. Oh, talking about kindergarten. what happened last week in kindergarten. Started, yeah, that whole process. Did you of, have to quit being a teacher because of this? I still teach. I literally went from school to this chair. I just no. came teaching kindergarten. No, I no. I've got no. a kindergartner, and I would like her to have you. My, her teacher is great, but I'm... Lo- I can't I would believe like- you're still a teacher. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought you were former teacher, current comedian, go on tour, going on tour. You still go to the oh. classroom? Yes, ma'am. Because that's where you get your material, right? Yeah, and then summer's off. I can do both of my things that I love. 
Like it is a dream. They I mean, must- don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to get it twisted. Here's the thing. Like your boy's trying to do some bigger things in comedy too. So when the day comes, I'm going to be like, love you kids. But I mean, are I'm going to live off a teacher salary again. Because our agent was like, this is Joe. And he's having a big moment in Hollywood <laughs> right now. He's going to be on the podcast. And we're like, all right. We love, we love that. Do you watch. He's having a big moment That's right what now. they said. Big so, moment in Hollywood. I'm, so I'm at dinner at my mom's house earlier. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to have to go do a podcast tonight. Like, everyone's. We live in Canada. Everyone loves hockey. It's a Leafs game tonight. We're starting off the, what is it called? Playoffs. Playoffs. So I'm like, but mom, I'm going to do a podcast. She's like, oh my gosh, podcast at night. I'm like, he's, I think he's a teacher. He's having a moment in Hollywood, mom. I got to go. It's going to be great. He was on fucking Ellen. This is true. Whoa. Let's just take a minute right there. We can take a beat. Mm -hmm. We can do it. Mm -hmm. So how did you get, I know you did the pranking of the spelling bee on YouTube, for which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> but then how do you get the call from Ellen? Ellen. She loves teachers, too. I do know, I, but... I think that Ellen has... She, like, she's in everybody's phone, and she just knows when something's oh. about. Like, she's got a little, like, tingle that happens. Oh, uh, her it people. was probably two... Two weeks later, and I got a call from her people. Yeah, but the process. So wait, on your t- not- how did they get your number? Literally, that's the scary part, right? No. Yeah, like straight so up. So you call. picked up the phone, Jeff. So you picked to give it. Let, take a step. Go. So I was living in Detroit at the time, and when your phone rings and it says Los Angeles, actually, um, it said, "What's that area next to Los Angeles that everything's from?" Don't remember. When it says Los Angeles, I know what you, you mean. Yeah, you answer. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to answer my phone. This Anaheim. Is Things are blowing Culver up. City? It wasn't Anaheim either. Culver City? Culver, not Culver City. This is going to buy Beverly me. fucking Hills? No, no Beverly Hills. It, it wasn't Brea. Shit. We'll get there. Okay. It rains and I answer it and they're like, hey, this is blah, blah, blah from the Ellen DeGeneres Redwood. show. I was like, this is a lie. Like, <laughs> this is a lie. Like, this isn't true. Just to sum it up for you, the process was that conversation, a Skype call that night, two more phone calls, two more Skype calls, then a call in the middle of the day while I'm teaching saying you're coming to the show tomorrow. Tomorrow. So did you tell the principal? Like I knew They the- knew. The principal knew. I'm assuming. Oh, the superintendent told me not to go. He said, you're not going on Ellen. And I said, you're, this, this is the thing. You're wrong. I was like, I will quit my job. If I have to, I'm going. What are you talking about? I'm going. It's fucking Ellen. Why didn't they want you to go? uh, In, in, I'm an anomaly in education. You can't say it. You cannot say it like it is an education at all. Yeah. Because then you lose your job. And my whole thing is the way that education is and the way that teachers live their life. People don't actually know how hard it is to be a teacher and how hard it is to be a good teacher. And the only way we're going to change that is to talk about it. And they knew that about me. So they're like, he's not going on national television. And I was like, the fuck I am. Went. Oh, I had to tell you when I was a kid, I once saw my teacher out of the classroom and I and couldn't. You shit. 
I couldn't believe they were a person. I was like, oh my fucking God. I think what? we live in the school. I'm like, what are you doing? My mom, How do you have a husband? How do you have sex? That's exactly How do you have right. children? My, what is my going mom on? Was the, is the office was the office lady at the school that my kids go to, but the she's HBIC. there for tw- Yes. What's that called? Uh, the HBIC of a school. I always call the office manager the HBIC, the head bitch in charge. 100%. Head bitch in charge. My she mom, was. Giselle, is the head bitch in charge. Like every uh, kid Giselle. thinks she's the principal. Yeah. You want anything done, you go to Giselle. Giselle. And she was there for 20 years. And when children would see her outside of like the school, like out with like her grandkids or me, they almost didn't recognize her. Yeah. Like, who is this woman who has a life outside of this? So, okay. So then you go, you freaking go to Ellen. Good for you. You had to take the day off. They gave it to you. Uh, no, I took it. I took it off. I, and I had, I had no, um, I had no days left either. Cause I went to Lollapalooza that year. <laughs> so, so that was a thing. Um, so, yeah. so, 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 so then you go and, and then it's amazing. It's It's amazing. Can I can I tell you how amazing it was? Thank you, please. So, do. Ellen's got this bad rap in Hollywood right now, and I yes. people hound me for the tea all the time. I don't have any. This is the tea. This is the truth. So, they were like, "We know you're a comedian. We um, we're painting you as a teacher here. So just this isn't your last comic standing audition. Just please, just be yourself, do your thing, and then, you know." It'll just be how it is. I'm like, okay. Um, So I go on the show. I'm just being myself. And then they said, oh, by the way, if Ellen gets up in between commercial breaks to fix her hair, get a cup of coffee, take notes, she's working. Like, this is her job. So don't take offense to that. She'll be back before cameras turn back on. I'm like, no problem. Like, I'm just happy to be here. The cameras turn off the first couple times. We're just sort of whatever. So around the last time the cameras turned off for a commercial break, she leaned in. She's like, so I heard that you're a comedian. I was like, yes, I am. And she's like, you're very funny. And I was like, wow, well, thank you. And she's like, no, I don't think you understand. You're really funny. You have to do something with that. And then Dude, the camera I just turned again. I, I, I it's, it's written on my desk. I etched it into my desk. I read it every single day. And that is where I it kicked my ass into gear. And I had about 45 minutes of my one hour show written. That was just like a pipe dream. Like I'll take this out really big one day. I was just kind of performing locally sort of at the time. And then that was done. And I was like, uh, let's go dog. Like, let's do it. So I started doing it. It was fantastic. The story gets better. Um, then Ellen, it's still a, good. Year, a year later, she's filming her special in Seattle, one block from my house. And I snagged one of the last tickets to this thing. Now at the end of the thing, they were like passing the microphone around to like people who raised their hand. And I got the microphone and I was like, hey, I I don't know if you remember me. She's like, the spelling test guy. And she's like, and I was like, yeah. She's like, hold on. She goes to everybody, she's like, this guy is so funny. You will not believe it. I tell him what you did. I can't wait to hear what you're up to. And I was like, Hey, I'm a comedian. I'm a teacher. And I was on the show last season. And I just wanted to let you know that this is what you said to me. And you kicked my ass in gear. And I'm about to go on my first national tour. And she was like, good for you. Good for you. And 
three weeks later, I started my tour. <laughs> it was, I was like, this oh is my wow. God. Oh my God. I almost feel like this is not the end for you and Ellen. You know, I had a little um, moment when she, cause she announced this week that she's ending the show. Yeah. You're taking her show every thought. So are we. <laughs> no, we are. No, yeah, we so, thought so. We're like, so we are. So. I'm into that. I'm into We could do it together. It. How about that? I mean, yeah, that'd when be you guys you can be like, I'll be a guest host. Be great. Done. Done. <laughs> On the ones and two. Yep. Yep. I, I don't think it's done. I, it's obviously done for being on the show. Her last season of the show is going to be enormous with A list, A after A list. Wait, it's not right now? Or she's going, isn't you know, it over I now? I didn't follow up. Did she say that this is going to be the last season? No, no. It's like yeah. we still have like a year, I think, with her. Okay. Okay. Doesn't it? Oh, so she's starting again in September. Uh, I don't know, but I feel like whatever it was, we still have a bit of time. So what are you saying? Are you saying? Because you're going to go back on the you're show. You're saying that you're going to have one more one more run on there. I don't, I, like, I don't know for sure, but I, something, I can just like feel yeah. that we're going to work together or like connect again. Or oh show. God, you're like I can, us. I love this. I just you know can. Because I think she, she started she it kind of, she, you know? And you know when she talks about the first time, you mean that the, we all know the story about when Ellen went on Carson, Carson, and the whole thing, and how nervous you. You didn't even have that whole buildup of trying to be a comedian. You were coming oh, on to be common misconception. A, common misconception. I'd actually I've been doing comedy for eleven years, so I was I had been uh, hustling. So you, you're at you. So you had the intention of showing off your comedianness oh. in a guise of a. In disguise. Well, because here's the thing. I don't know if you guys know. Um, teachers are, God, what's the word? Um, poor. What? So, yeah, poor. Teachers are poor. Yes. Oh, so broke, poor. Broke, yes. Broke. Yeah. You yeah, have yeah. to work. It, like the majority of teachers are working second or third time jobs. Yeah. So I was a and teacher. Then, then I went to teach a cycle your, class. Then I was a comedian. I like. And then you spend okay. your money on the classroom to because yeah. you have to spend it because they don't give you enough money. Yeah. For the classroom. So you have to buy things for your own classroom. Yep. True. To- like my first couple, my my first five years teaching, there were a handful of times where my first paycheck would come in. I'd pay all my bills and have nothing left for the rest of the okay. week. Like I'd drive to work and like I was getting paid that day. I'm like, well, if you don't eat lunch today, you'll get it. And that was happening. So I doing comedy was literally putting gas in my car to get to work. Like that so, was my job. So let's go back to like a little bit of comedy for a second. So Natalie's like, I don't like that story. I want to talk about fun. Like I, I don't, like, I don't like talking I don't, about yeah, poor people. I don't, okay. <laughs> I don't care that you're poor or that you work your ass off and like are changing no. lives. Let's go back I, to Ellie. I know. I'm I have into it. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. 
That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient. So you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Ever catch yourself wishing for more hours in a day? Imagine the possibilities. Picture me indulging in a luxurious glass of wine and a blissful bubble bath or cat spontaneously breaking into an impromptu dance party. The key to fitting that special something into your schedule is understanding what truly matters to you and making it a top priority. Therapy can help you find out what matters to you so that you can do more of it. Therapy offers a safe and non-judgmental space for you to express your thoughts and feelings, and it can teach you practical coping strategies to help manage the stress in your life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers the convenience of an entirely online platform tailored to your schedule and flexibility. Complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist and enjoy the freedom to switch therapists at no extra cost whenever you wish. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash catandnat today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash cat and Nat. I want to talk about how, like, I have heard that, like, going on doing stand-up com- comedy is the most, and I can only imagine 
the scariest thing all by yourself on stage. And your no job, your job right there is to make that crowd laugh. And when it falls, it falls on you, but yet you have to keep going with the next one and just hoping that it they're like, like, what was the first time? Like, and was it like that? Were you in a stand up? Like, where were you the first time you did comedy? Detroit. So, but here's the thing though, comedy and teaching are the same thing. Like if you're good at, <laughs> if you're good at one, you're good at both. Like what's scarier is standing in front of 27, five-year-olds and knowing that at any moment they could take your ass out, like tie me to the tether of a ball pole with a jump rope and it's done. Like that's scarier. <laughs> but comedy made me a better teacher and vice versa because the kids are the hecklers. I can take like if, if right. I can what these kids are going to throw at me, I can deal with a couple drunk assholes in my really? show who don't like my shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but taking the teacher lens out of it, being a comic, you literally put your heart out on the stage. Like I wrote these words. I wrote one hour of material about my truth on stage. Let's go. And when when your zingers don't hit, you're just like. You just take it so yes. personally. Because you cut out 20 other jokes to get to that one that you thought would definitely be the one they would love. Uh-huh. Yep. And when and you're just like, is it me? Like, what about me? Right. It's like, like, what did I do wrong to not get your... Pr- We're also sick. We're mental. Like, I need 500 of you to... Can we just, I have ADHD if you have pick up on it. I'm not medicated right now. So do we. We're going to roll. Hey, I cannot believe that I'll stand in a room of however many people and I can get you to just like right now, everyone in the room laugh. And again, right now, I'm like, am I a fucking wizard? Like this is insane. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so sorry. Sorry. There's so there's less about worrying about them not laughing because you're such a fucking wizard magician that wizard you can magician. say the thing and they all laugh. And isn't it so crazy? It and then you so just crazy. feel it, and they're all laughing at you because they think you are so funny and yeah. you're bringing joy to their lives just the same way that you're right. The kindergarten children, you bring them happiness and joy. You're right. It is. There's yeah. so much in common. And I okay, love I to talk to them. Like, I love to talk to the fans. Like, I live for it. Because I just, it's like, me? Like, you paid money to come see me? Like, you want to hear what, like, I want to talk to you. And even my managers I, and agents are like, we got to go. We got to go. I, I have to that. tell you, we went, we went on tour and we went, we had been to probably like 100 cities. And Kat would sit backstage right before we would who go out. It? Who was neighbors. it? Neighbors. It's, it's all my neighbors. Some people are coming over to watch the hockey game. Mm. Someone's walking their dog. We're just like fielding the calls. Mm. Um, and, and we'd be backstage and Kat, I mean, we did find this answer um, about it not just being magic. Yeah, I did. I but did. But she would say... Oh my God! Like, we'll why be back. Are here. Why are they? Why? Why did two thousand people buy t- spend their money and their I time know. to come and see us? She'd be like, Natalie. Why? I, I, and Natalie's like, Stop it! I'm. And I was I like, Don't do this to me, right? Like, I don't know like, why there's got to be a fucking reason they're here. Do you guys ever she like choke up, up about it too? Like, yes. Oh no! So when I she never... found out why, she realized she had a situation where she found Yo, out why they and came. Do you know why? Do you know why? I can tell you why. Please tell me. It was a moment. Okay, so I was a moment. I won't won't tell you the whole story, but I will tell you 
that what when you are able when you're able to touch an energy or transcend a feeling of joy or happiness or calm like I know our certain situation when people see us that joy, happiness, and or calm, calm because calm is a really good feeling. Too. Yeah. They see safety. So there's safety within our, our relationship and it's a pure relationship and joy, safety, and calm is a good feeling, which you can't find in most places. People look for it in drugs, alcohol, pills, like everything. So when you go, so for the two of us who don't like claim to be comedians, when they see our relationship transcend all the bullshit in the world and see like a purity in it, they're like, the world's actually a good place. Like I can find joy and calm in this. And like, it makes me feel good about, about the world because so much shit is piled up on you. So when they come to you, they feel joy and calm, which is like, I know I can go there and he's confident and he's probably making light of, sh- of shitty situations. She had, she had an example of um, being observing two, um, two heterosexual men. Um, they were cops. I didn't know they were cops, but the relationship between the two of them and, and made her feel good. And, and it reminded her of us and it made her the next time we went on stage, she was like, I know why we're here. Their intimacy was so intimate, not sexual. And the way they took care Same of each other us. and talked to each other was like, I couldn't stop watching it. And I, I, it was so busy and I had just been in a car accident and they had been in an accident. And it's like the way they were talking to each other made me leave like euphoric and happy that, and then I had just gotten in a car accident. I was sitting in a fucking shitty place. And I was like, the way you two, and I was watching them. They must've thought I was a weirdo. And then I had to start talking like, what's going, like, I can't figure you two out because it was too intimate to be a relationship. And she literally texted me and she was like, I know why they buy tickets. Yeah. And I was like, because people see us and they're like, you make me feel like the world is okay. They made me feel like the world was okay. Because if two people can come together for no reason and no expectation, but for joy, well, is there anything better? No. No. And then you, and you know that you can do that for people because you also do that for the children. I have a wedgie. I got to know what, like, Okay, so my whole life I thought kids say the darndest things was the most fabulous show Which ever. I will that. host at some point. Like that is on okay. the vision board. See, this is what I'm Good. seeing. Yeah. So the old man, I don't remember yes, his name. 100%. He was amazing. I'm sorry. Like I hate that Bill Cosby was the one, but he fucking made cracked me up when he did it with the kids. He delivered and well. now Tiffany Haddish, I have not seen an episode. Have you watched? Yes. Yes. You think you can do better. Oh, Tiff's my girl. Like that okay. She, okay. She cracks me up. But I You think have more experience with kids. I I will say that. And and I think that she does really great for what she knows how to do with kids. But I feel like the reason that that show works the best is because the host can can be the kid. Can Oh like, my god, a hundred percent. Like like I know I am always four steps ahead of my kindergartners, and that's why I can do it. And that's why the things that happen in the classroom can be so funny because I'm yes. like, if I do this, I have no idea what you're gonna say, but it's gonna be great. So let's 
let's roll the dice. When I immediately started talking to you, I was thinking, oh my gosh, like how amazing would it be? Kids Say the Darnest Things is, I mean, it's a joy. It's been a joy to the world for decades and decades. But if you were to host it, you would bring out something in those children that would be something nobody else could do because you know them better than anyone else. And it would be, so I love that you're going to host it one day. I see that for you. I feel it. Uh, When I used to volunteer in the classroom, I used to do the snack table so they could talk to me so I didn't have to explain anything. Well, number one, I was always a fuck up. I'm the parent who fucked up constantly. I want to let you know we would I, have scientists I in the classroom. Die. He knows these parents like you in the classroom. And they would they would explain that I would have to explain like the activity and I should the scientists would be talking. I'm like, I, I'm not understanding. Oh my you know God, what I mean? Never. And I feel like she's other parent like what when do we switch, switch when do we if I don't have an So I would sit at, at the snack it. table. I, I'd volunteer for snacks so I could like, you know, get information out of them so we could sit. I could ask a million questions. I'd be like, so and I used to drive these two kids when I was like not not married not and I was like I was single and I would drive them to school every day they were in kindergarten and they used to tell me stories every about the weekend you know mommy sleeps on the couch daddy's very daddy oh yeah she loves the pool yes she 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 daddy's mad because he says she likes the pool guy too literally likes the pool guy too much and and now they don't sleep in the same bed anymore and Mummy, mummy has to go sleep on the couch. Yeah, all the shit, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So you get this uh, all the time now. Every day, every this? minute of every day. So you're, so you get all this amazing content from the children. Now you go and do a stand up. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid that the parents are in the audience? I want them to be. Bring it. I want, <laughs> like, want them to be. Here's the thing. So this is how this started. I. When I was when I first started making like a little bit of a local name for myself, uh, two parents from my class were in the audience and I had no idea until I walked out to do my thing. And I was like, oh, my God. And I told myself at this moment, I was like, you have a choice to make. You can do what you have previously written, which, you know, will work or you can switch it up right now and you could bomb. What are you going to do? And I was like without risk, there's no reward. So I'm going to risk it and hope that there's a big reward. So I did my normal stuff and I did really well. It was a good show. I walked off. The house was empty. Everybody left. These two moms with their husbands are drinking at the bar waiting for me. And I'm like, (laughs) I took one step out and they go, we've Fucking love. You were talking about my kid. I know it was like, this is hilarious. This is amazing. Oh my God, oh I can't believe God. this. And they loved it. Then they come back the next weekend with more parents from my class. I and bet. then my staff starts coming. And then I almost lost my shit. My boss came. And I did not talk to her after the show. I was too nervous. That Monday, she comes into my classroom. She closes the door behind me. And I'm like, it's done. This is where it's done. She goes, <laughs> you have a gift. And if you don't tackle it, then I'll fire you. I was like, Aww. this is unbelievable. And you know what? Are you, at a, are you at a public school? Not anymore. I am at a private school now, which is which is very funny because. Even more the- fucking juice and from the private not, school. You're also kids. not like a mean person. So you're not. You know, I think there's like two kinds of people. Like there's people who make fun of people and and for like, you know, mean reasons and then you you're you love being a teacher and then you're like a, a and die. then you're a comedian on top of that. So it's like 
you know, that there's two very different reasons. I want to ask you a question. Hold on. I'm going to, yeah. from a, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just rocking out here. From, from, from a mom person. Wow. Why She's is in our husband's car and we don't know how it works, but we did see low battery. We do not want this shit to die. No, I don't, this is not how we I don't want that. We don't want that. Here, no. here, you Who's take the other I'll hold it. Wait, okay. Hold we just got some. Oh, you just hooked up on there. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. Oh dear. Oh, okay, here we go. Other people. Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Oh. Dear. Oh my God! Why aren't you at our school? All right. So oh, I, I have. God, to, so I have to ask you because obviously we have a mom audience, and ob- it's more of a serious question. And obviously, oh. they are. Um, you know, every when the parents walk in, what do you wish they knew? Hmm. As as a teacher to a parent, like, what do you wish you could be like, you know what, like, if you could have real talk versus like, the talk you have to have, is there anything you would say to parents, like, to set up for success? Honestly, like, when I go into parent teacher interviews, I feel like they sit down and they have to tell me all the work they've done. I'm like, is my kid a dick bag? They are open up the book and they show me the fucking letters. Oh my God, I love this. I love this. Does my kid have a problem? Are they a nice human? Yeah. Are they like showing their their penis in the back corner, which would be fine. We just need to have a discussion about that. Like, I just, what what do you wish you could say to a parent who overthinks, overworries? Like, what are the red flags you see that go from parent to child? Okay. And I love that you're giving me this opportunity, too, because your audience is the mom. So this is, like, kind of important. Yes. It (laughs) is important. Hurt it in a fun way. I I am the teacher. I'm a little bit different than what you're describing, too, because, like, my biggest thing is, like, you're going to come in the classroom one day and you're going to leave a good person. Like, that is the number one thing. Like, I need you to understand how to, like, you don't have to like everybody in our class. I don't care if you hate them, but you have to respect them and you're going to work together. Like, those are my biggest things, too. So I'm not the teacher who does, like, the numbers and the the give you the letters and their reading level. Unless that's what you want, because I can give that to you. But that's for me. Right. Um. The biggest thing that I would want parents to understand too is that they're like, your kid is doing this thing, right? And I have like 20 something others of that. So when when this one thing is happening with your kid, I totally get it. I totally understand. Like where I'm going to give you the tea. I'm going to talk about it too. But like this is my job to provide the service for yours and all these others. So <laughs> right. when we when we are talking and I'm I'm going along with what you're doing and you want these reports and behaviors and things like that, why are you now attacking me? Forgive because so many times when you have like you asked me, you asked me, I will give you the bad news. I'm not going to lie to you. There's no reason for it. If I'm telling you what happens in the classroom, don't you dare tell me he doesn't do that at home because it's not true. Don't tell me that. Oh, Oh my gosh. So they take it personally. They do take it personally. And I get it. Which of course you do. Of course you do because it's your child. But like wouldn't like I would die to get like inside information about my child that I didn't know that I can now go and handle. And and that's the thing too. It's like, you want the fly on the wall. You've always wanted that about your kid. Well, the fly is me. I'm telling you what's happening. Mm-hmm. They're not going to yes. act like that for you. I'm the teacher. And also it goes the other way around. A kid might be unbelievably amazing in the classroom, but a hellion at school. And when I'm giving all this positive, they'll be like, you're not tough enough on him. No, it's just, this is what's happening in school. Mm. I'm not the teacher that's going to sugarcoat it for you. But the number one thing that just gets me is it's like, 
why are you why are you not believing what I'm saying? And I always tell parents this. You were their first teacher, not me, not anybody else who they're going to have after this. You were their first teacher. I respect you so much for the groundwork that you laid down because they wouldn't be here right now if you didn't take the time to teach them everything that it took to get here. So why would I disrupt that right now? I'm like, we. it has to be 50-50 or to get 100. If, if I'm doing my thing, you got to do your thing too. And like, we have to trust and listen to each other. And that's all I want. But you're a team. You're like, I'm your teammate. Oh, we're like, we're a team. You're I'm not looking to Your child 100. now spends a most of their time with me. Because I mean, when your kid goes to school all day, like our kids spend most of the time in the classroom and a little bit of time with us. Mm-hmm. So why would we not want to like tag team with their teacher? But I just feel like when you say like, um, you were their first teacher and then all of a sudden they're finally hearing of a problem. They're like, well, that must've been what I did wrong. And instead oh. of being like, how can I change these things and how can we work together? They're like, I fucking failed. Like, cause they're so in, they're still into themselves cause they haven't mm-hmm. like grown as like a human into a parent. And so now they just, they're taking it all upon themselves instead of being like, let's work on this brand new creature that has, it's not has nothing to fucking do with no, you. No, parents personalize it a lot. And they, you know, they I'm show. so glad that we're having this conversation because I've honestly never thought about this through the lens of like parents taking it so personally in that way. Well, parents than just talking about the kids. Their kids are their egos, oh my and when you have your ego walking around, and someone tells you, you know, that they're, you know, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. My daughter, when she was a little girl, was. She used to cheat in kindergarten off her friend. Uh, and the teacher what was like, she's, she's cheating off. And I'm like, I don't know how you cheat in kindergarten, but okay. But she, um, you know, she was so shy. She didn't want to take a risk and she would not talk to him, would not take she her phone off. She didn't want to ask a question. Just sat there. She know the answer, but she found a really, really smart, good, smart, smart best friend. friend who had all the right answers. And so I, he was like, I, I can't mark her. I can't give her a grade. I don't know. I, I can't tell you anything. And I remember, I remember, you know, as a, as a teacher, he brought that to me and I, and I, I'm very outgoing. So I was kind of, I didn't understand her as a mom. I was like, mm-hmm. talk to the fucking guy. He's your teacher, but it, that didn't work for her, you know? So we, we had to find a solution and all, I mean, we did all the things, but the point was, you know, it's really hard when you realize your kid is not who you are. It's, it's not you. And you have to understand that, you know, even if you want all of these things for them, it doesn't fucking matter. You have to let it go. And and you and in kindergarten, in a big way, like, I know you can see personalities of kids. Like, I oh, know yeah. it in, at four and five, you know what's going on with them. Like, that, right? Yeah, I know who they're going to be. Yeah, 100%. I know. My, my mom said that in the office, and I don't know if this is like appropriate or inappropriate, but she would be like, the kids would come in in junior. We have junior kindergarten in Canada, so that means you start when you're four. Mm-hmm. She would be like, kids would come in, and she would be like, um, I like, I know, I know, I know that child is gay. Like, I, and I just oh, know it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they come out to their parents. When they're older and the parents come to me and go like, oh, my God. Not you. No, you? to my mom, to mom yeah. the, the head of the fucking office, and be like, oh, my God, my kid, like, gay or they're transitioning and all this. My mom's like, could have told you when they were four. Well, one million. Me. One like, million. And she, 
like everything. She could see everything in these kids. It's just. I, it's, I have another controversial question for you. Oh, ask me. I do love teachers. That. Do teachers have favorites? Are you joking me? No, Absolutely. I, I, One million percent. And if any teacher favorites? tells you they don't, they're are, lying. Wait, let me hear. Let me hear. What? Say it again. If I'm any teacher about. tells you that they don't have a favorite, they're lying. And here's my hot take, okay? The full classroom of kids, there is 20 whatever, however many is in your class, right? You take 20 strangers right now and put them in your house, put them in your car. You're not going to like them all. And you're going to have one that you gravitate to. And it happens every single year. Some of them press your buttons. Some of them are going to knock you. Some of them just aren't your person. And that's cool. But the name of the game is they have to, you, you, we are the best actors. Like you should get your teaching certificate and your SAG after card at the same time, because (laughs) they all think you love them. They all think, they all think that they're my favorite. They're fucking not. (laughs) (laughs) what makes a kid and this is actually an interesting like this is an interesting question to any what to anybody who wants to be the most charming in the room what makes someone your favorite it's not that like eddie haskell kiss your ass make you pictures all the time thing i love the weird kids I love the kids who just have personality and just like bring that personality out. Like I have a, we do this thing in the class right now where um, I bring up a bunch of emojis and we end the day by them pointing to whatever emoji they feel in their body. And then they can explain to the class why they talk about speaking to their freaking like, like age and the, the world that they live in. Thank you. Right. They think in emojis. So one of the emojis has a mask on, right? So this one kid, he goes, I'm feeling really happy and silly and sick. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like at the prime of COVID. We are in person. And I'm like, oh, you're feeling sick. Like, uh, uh, I'm going to call I'm going to call Celeste, the nurse, and we're going to send you to the office. And he goes, it's a joke. It's a joke. (laughs) It's like, I love you. Oh, okay. I got to tell you guys this, too. The other ones, too. Like we go to this garden, this old woman's garden in the in the community every week, and Does she, she have vegetables them, or yeah, just flowers. She lets them pick and eat certain things. So the other day it was kale. She's like, "Oh, you can eat pick eat the kale." We thought that meant like you would pick a leaf and eat the leaf that you picked. That same yeah. kid that I just told you about straight up beaver styled it went straight for the stock <laughs> and was just sitting there no hands gnawing at this whole stock of kale i'm like you're my favorite I love you so much. oh my god that is so i guess the other question is like do when the parents have an ish mm-hmm. do they have an ish with you or can you be like no it's your kid like are you able to call the parents out or like, I'm sure they ride your ass at private school. Like Ooh. I'm private sure school's next level. They ride. Half, you. We have seven kids, um, less than half are in private and I the rest are joke. in public. And my, we just like, we know we just, if my daughter, for the teachers, the private, if, if my daughter has an issue, I'm like, don't worry. If it's a problem for you, there'll be 15 letters from all the parents. <laughs> like I don't need to Good do job. anything. I'm Good like, job. I just, sit down over here and I will watch the other parents have an issue with it. And I'm like, cause I do not have time to care. Well, that's the thing is I'm the, I, I am from Detroit. So try me try me not actually when parents come at me like that, 
usually it's an email. I pick yes. up the fucking phone and I'll call you right now. I'll be like, hey, just wanted to talk about this. Half the time they'll eat their words right there. They want to talk. They well, want to do it. They want to write. They're going to be a little keyboard warrior and try me. Don't try me. Let's talk about this. You have an issue. I'm going to talk about it with you too because we need to get to the bottom of this. But you treating me like trash is going to get us both oh nowhere. So let's cut it and do it. And, and your people, principle supports your, um, your candor. candor. It, so it's the cadence that I just gave you is not exactly how I say it, but those are the, <laughs> those, that is the words. That is the words. And I will say, like, there's really no need for this type of tone. Like, let's just get to the bottom of what we need to do. And I've had principal, I've worked in like five different schools. And I've had principals who are just so not into it. And they're like, you got to tone it down. I'm like, well, then your staff's going to get nowhere if you let the parents walk all over us. Exactly. That's, that's that. That's that. I bet your teacher moms right now who are listening are just like. Uh, you know, my, my other question is confidence in moms. Like, do you know when that mom walks in? Like, I'm where they stand? Because, you know, all of our moms, majority of them say they go to bed every night wishing they had done it differently. Like, and I'm not, and really? I am not. They're so hard What on did themselves. you just say? I said, really? Yeah. They They're really, so hard Wishing they would have mommed differently. Yeah. They wow. really do. Wow. Like, that not, not, I would say 80 to 90% go to bed at night and think about all that they did wrong and how they can do better tomorrow. Oh my Is God. Is your mouth? Like that that honestly them. made my heart hurt. Like that made from, my heart the, the from kids feeding them. Like, oh, from from like from birth and everything that they did. No, from feeding them to helping them with their school to like parenting them to lessons to everything. We're so hard on ourselves for like like you don't see that in better. the classroom. You do not see that. Like you don't see the mom coming never. in and being like never no never i've never have i never have but i that really upsets me because like the kids like that's why i do it the kids are so great and they wouldn't have made it to me like if that mom wasn't putting her absolute best foot forward maybe it's not like friggin' kathleen down the street doing some other shit but like you're doing your best you know what i mean yeah oh my god that really uh that that really kind of got me Oh, I, you know, I, know. I just, I think that when, you know, you see our kids as a teacher so differently than we do as moms, right? Like you get to see them as people where we yeah. have to parent them and you get to experience them. So we have to, we have to parent them and you get to actually be with them as, as a person where you get to see them in their world in their social world, you get to see them at their best. And we, we get them when they fall apart at or the end of the day, worst. you know, I'm saying, no, he gets, well, mostly they're the best. They show up. I, I say majority show up as their best because if they're the yeah, worst with you, it. they're probably the worst at home too. I've actually always wondered this. Okay. So uh, my kids are like, basically they like throw up and vomit when I pick them up from school. And they're like, like there's just like, they take the world out on me. But the teachers are always like, oh my gosh, they're such lovely kids. Like, does it ever happen that the kids are super shitty at school and lovely at home? Yes. No. Oh yeah. No way. Oh, no yes. way. Oh yes. Yes. And it, this is why. This is why. Wanna... So I've had a couple, I've had the other thing happen a few times, the exact opposite where moms will call me off hours and be like, they won't listen to me. They're going to listen to yeah. you. Can you just tell them to do this one thing? And I'll be like, Oh, no problem. I'm sorry, but no problem. But the other totally happens. And it's 
typically moms who I am going to give the benefit of the doubt and, and right. believe that they're doing their best, but it's enabling. And like, I've had a, I have a, I have one oh. who is, who is, um, when we teach over zoom, right. Yes. I will watch him throw shit at his family. I will watch him through the freaking nastiest glares and looks yeah. and breaks down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. Never do it for me. Would never like yeah. he's the okay. happiest, most charming, outgoing, engaged, responsible. Yeah. It is like it's boundaries. It sounds I like know, but boundaries. But I but I feel like sometimes maybe they act out at, at school because at home they need to be per they need to be perfect. The, the the issues where I've had it like at home and perfect is yes. the there's like real trauma that we have. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's where it gets like okay. real sick. But okay, it's yeah. like that's a thing too. Is being a teacher, you're a teacher, you're a nurse, you're a comedian, you're a first responder, sure. you're a <laughs> mandated reporter. Right. Yeah. So you have, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're a mom, you're a dad. Like you're so, I've had so many kids in foster care who have like spent Christmas with me and my family just cause yeah. like we had to, you know what I mean? So yeah. the, the scope of what we have around a child is not even close to what a parent has because we don't have like love love for that kid so we mm -hmm. can identify like mm -hmm. really important things that a parent might just be like oh this is just my kid and be like well I think we gotta get your kid like tested for some things oh my because, gosh or you know I it is true and I appreciate that so much. I remember that the moment it happened, I was like, I feel like something's not right. And she the teacher sat me down and she was like, I thought it was just a thing, but now I realize it's, she needs to be tested. And I was like, I never would have come to this conclusion on my own. And I'm so thankful that you saw my daughter outside of my own eyeballs. Yeah. And now we're going to actually make some like headway. It's okay. A team. It's a team. It's a team. It's really okay. A team. It's a beautiful team. So, uh, you okay so how are you going to handle tour and being a teacher because we have been and how's your boyfriend going to handle tour okay so i just want to we're going to give you i'm going to give you a little backstory so like cat and i never left our children for a hundred thousand years we were so overprotective of them we did everything for them i mean not in a weird way but just in a way in a weird way we thought, we thought no one no, else they were could babies. do it then all of a sudden our business started and then we were able, they were like, we were, it's a long story, but we ended up on tour and they're like, you're going to go on tour basically for a week, a month. And we're funny. We're funny on, on tour. tour so. I, guys, like, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. But we and, were so things, funny. and we were like, okay, we're going to go because this is a great opportunity to grow our business that we never even thought we would have and also make money for the family and all of that. So later hosen children, husbands, moms, babysitters take care of the kids for the first time ever. And now we have been dying stuck in a, fucking lockdown in Canada for way too long and now we have tour dates coming out as of September 22nd launching in Fargo North Dakota is that where Fargo is yeah yeah and we're yeah. doing we have all these cities and we're heading out and we're getting the tour bus and we're doing it all again but that's part of our job and we're so excited to go and do it but as a kindergarten teacher how do you navigate tour summer 
my tour starts uh, the four days after school gets out. And my last show is two days before the first day of school. So how many shows in the whole summer are you doing? 24. Amazing. 24, now, 24, I'm sorry, 24 cities. I'm doing 24 cities. So how do you, how are you traveling between the cities? So I fly to whatever major hub it is, and then I will drive to about five. And then whatever the biggest hub is next to that last city, I'll fly to the next one. Or With your boyfriend? Who do you do it with? With your boyfriend? No, no. So he, I have a weird thing about him coming to shows. So he yes, we doesn't feel that. laugh at me. He doesn't laugh at me when I'm on stage. Like I can get him roaring at home. But when I'm on stage, he says, oh, I just know what you're going to say. Like I can predict it. Like I just know. And he, I'll look, I'll see him in the audience. He's just like this. 1,050 people are peeing themselves and you're just straight faced. I can't. Yeah. Like, that's where I draw my line. I'm like, I can't. No. So he, if he comes to shows, he has to go all the way in the back. Yeah. Whatever. But when I'm on the road, I tell him, I'm like, baby, I'm working. I'm okay. working. I don't go to, He's I don't go good. to Amazon. How long are you, so wait, who do you travel with? You Are you all alone? No, I have a tour manager who comes with me. Yep. And I'm not, I'm not like cat and that status. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you what. We're you doing, will I, do, be. I do clubs and theaters, but the comedy, the clubs got the heartbeat still. You know what I mean? So like as a We've comedian, like you, yes. you're, you you have did you like we them? Did, we we had to do it. We had to do. We no. had to do a smaller run. Okay. No, 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 no. And we're like, no, no I it actually, felt so weird because we need the stage and we right. have we have a DJ. It was like and you have strippers. Like, no. Yes. No. Not you in did. The we didn't. We couldn't Wait. bring them. No, it was really oh, to the comedy clubs. You couldn't. Well, bring number them. one, the stage is like this big. Which is great for one, right? Yeah. And then we had a DJ with us, but it was just, it's really hard. You can't see them. Like mm -hmm. you can't feel them. They're like little tables are separated. We find when they're jam packed together, the energy of the group, it, it's like- There's a, nothing like it. There's nothing pack, like it. Pack mentality just as a kindergarten class. Yep, for sure. And it is- there's definitely a huge difference there too but like as a comic being like loyal to the clubs and then yeah. know, knowing what it's like to go to a club of 500 seats and and there's four people in the audience and now being able to go to a club and sell out five shows over a weekend like that is like you like okay all right do you, do you <laughs> think that you're, you'd ever like you know how in like um what did they call them? i mean i know you know them they're in new york and la what's it called the comedy, comedy club clubs? Comedy clubs? Is it but like the name, the what, like the, the okay, seller? Okay. Yeah. Would you like go and would you die or would you oh, be? So the, so the seller, you actually have to be passed. So you have to be like a New York comic living in New York and you have to, that's uh, where you come up and then you get passed at the, at the seller. Like so the that's grand old offering for music Very <laughs> that, very that, very that. You know, also as a comedian, you guys have a set and we don't like, you guys have a, uh, like a one, two, three, like, you know, your set, right? Your set. Like, and for us, we never know what we're going to say when we go on stage. Like, we don't have a script. We don't have a, like, nothing. We just go. And I think now, that- do you guys have segments? Yes. Like, and like games or something? No, nah, we- No games, but we have, we don't, you, there's definitely like, so our team- I love you guys. Has, uh, like, has how it's supposed to go. 
It and goes every sideways. time that we come backstage for halftime, they're like, no, you got, because we're and like, sometimes I miss something. And like, usually I miss something. I go to something else. And that's like, well, actually we have to go back and do that other thing. And I'm like, right. We missed something. Sorry about that. We have to go back and do that other thing. Or she goes, or you meant to say this. And I'm like, yeah, I meant and to then say after that. And after halftime, our tour manager and everyone's like, could you guys just like try and stay on because we're trying to follow you and we can't do like the video behind your head. If you're throwing to something else, could you just try yeah. We're like, We'll do our best. And I'm a total lush and a lightweight. And that's a, like a heavier drinker of the two of us. So she can drink all afternoon and be a little bit shit can before we go on stage. But I do I, not. By the way, I do not drink all afternoon before guys. We least start at like I, two. In, no, in life, I start at two. Okay, four. Not on tour. Four. Four. No. Seven? If we go on stage at eight, seven, yes. With a little cocktailing before that. Okay. I was like, I don't know where I've been my whole life that she starts at seven. Do you I'm- drink? Oh, yeah. Have a oh, because you before know. Before you go on. Sometimes. I've, I have It's a slippery learned, slope for comedians. Yeah, I've but learned. But I want to say, Nat always has the whole run of show and the shit together. She knows exactly what's happening. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I'm just going to go out there. She's like, just go out there, Kitty. I'm like, all right, we got this. That's because we can't, have, we can't have two of us too controlled. Can I talk, can I just say something right now? And this yeah. might be, but like, if we go to where he is, he's got to come on with us. Thank you. Where are you? Seattle. Seattle. Uh, I don't know. We go to, but you could always jump over also, to Vancouver. Wouldn't that be some with- shit if we were, I yes. we were like I touring and we were like you. in the same city on accident? That'd be amazing. Any city on accident and having you come out like in talk. Just about- don't go to Lollapalooza this year. <laughs> okay. Save your dates. Don't go to Lollapalooza. I can like, even say Like if we could do a little collab on a stage. I mean, we have a, we have weirdos. Yeah. My neighbors are such fucking weirdos. If Dateline shows up at my door and knocks and goes, do you think your neighbors are weird? I'm going to be like, <laughs> one yeah thousand percent have a seat on my couch i'll tell you how fucking weird they are that's where we're at joe it's getting dark so this is what i want to say i love you will you ever teach another grade except kindergarten or does kindergarten have your heart it's five quick questions would you kindergarten's forever i taught fourth grade for the longest then i've taught everything except for first and second and i always wanted to teach kindergarten so i taught everything else for the longest time and then i and then i quit my job for a year because they wouldn't let me teach kindergarten came back and was like it's kindergarten or bust when i got in kindergarten i was like this is my motherfucking place i will never teach anything else why do you love kindergarten uh nothing makes me laugh harder than the random shit that kids say and write He's looking for content. Okay. It's honestly, it's not content. It's the fact that it's just, it, it like fills my soul. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 I, love to, I love speaking with small children. She so loves much it. Too. Would you ever retire from teaching and go full time bust on comedy? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Because okay. the, the fact that the is- show. Well, yeah, the fact of the matter is, too, is that, like, I believe that you can be passionate and love two things and 
And the one that's going to take you farther is the one that you will follow, but it doesn't mean that you love or care about anything less. So when I do kill it and slay it in comedy and start to really go even bigger than what's happening now, I'm always going to have the teachers back. So I'm always going to support the teachers. I'm always going to give back to the teachers and bring them in the best light that I can. So I won't be losing that part about myself. What's what's next? After what? What's next? What's next? What's you know dream? What's, you the know dream? what's next. What's the dream? What's, next? what's the dream? I'm in the process of what could be next now. No, don't say what could be. Like you what know will what's be next. next. What will be next? It, it's so weird because there's a lot of gate. There's gate holders, gatekeepers in front of you that I'm that I need to uh, impress in order for my next really big goal to take off. But I think Thank I you. got this. I think I've proven myself. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm not cocky, but I'm confident, and I know yes, that yes. I have like a message and I the presence to like deliver that message. So I think that my next step is going to happen really, really soon. I'm actually really excited. Ah, my God, honestly, I like you so much. I love you guys. Um, I can't wait to have cocktails. Done. And then we'll bring Jake. Imagine Jake and you and us all together having cocktails. I'm. One million, and then also in. we would love you to do. Have you guys met in real life? No, no. Oh Never. my love, been friends for years. Been friends for years. Never met in real life. Love you to do a set in one this. of our shows on kindergarten kids because like everyone would freaking shy. Peter pants, shit the pants. Okay, one thing that first. was said to me this week. One kindergarten thing that was said to me. What? It is the best when they come up to you and they're like, "I'm not supposed to say this, but yes, this is what it was. I'm not supposed to say this, but." My mom told me I was born in the toilet. Oh. I, was, I was like, what does this even mean? What does this even mean? What did you <laughs> I, say to them? I, I just said, oh, okay, go have a seat. And then later I put it together that I think that's her mom's way of calling her a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in a toilet. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to... We were in the kindergarten line, and a, and there's there's a kid that Natalie knows. We're gonna do that this week to my fucking. Shit. We were we were in the kindergarten line, and we're all standing there, and they're like, you know, the kindergartens on Monday have something like big always to say, and like she's trying to check them all in because of fucking COVID, and all I hear is this one kid through the fence going, "Miss Mammon, Miss Mammon, Miss Mammon." Teacher's trying to talk to a parent. All oh, the yeah. kids are waiting. Miss Mammon, Miss Mammon. She's like, yes, I'll be right with you. Miss Mammon, Miss Mammon, I have to tell you something. I really have to tell you something. Okay, yes, What? what is it, so-and-so? And he's like, did you know two men can have a baby? Like, in the, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and she was like, this. Yep. yes, I did Here's know that. Here's the most fucked up shit about that. She goes, live yes, in, I did know we that. We live in the big city of Toronto. Yeah. But... <laughs> Let me tell you, it's a big city. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know what the population of Detroit is compared to Toronto, but it's a big city. That kid lives on my street, yeah. and my neighbors are getting their baby mm-hmm. in two weeks, and they're two men. Yeah. And I told the parents, I'm like, I, I had to tell them what he said. And they're like, oh my God. Well, I don't even know if we've spoken to him about it. I'm like, he well, knows about everybody it. Everybody knows. Look, bye. All of us. <laughs> Uh, Michael and Jason are receiving their baby it on the was, end of May. It and was literally the funniest thing ever. He like had to stop the conference. Please stop talking. Please stop. 
two men can have a baby and she's like thank you i actually didn't know brilliant that. brilliant, brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. thank you for fucking sharing and, and it's always on. it's always did you know that it's always did yeah. you know? i had another kid oh. this week straight up told me she's like mr d when i grow up i want to be a praying mantis so i can eat my husband's head off i was like good for you <laughs> women's empowerment this is great this is you're amazing right about can it can i ask you something else like not Let that me. it's my business at all yeah. Um, but just the fact that you fucking love kids and it doesn't matter if you love kids because a lot of people that love kids are teachers and they would never want children. Do you want children? Yes, absolutely. I'm, ah! I'm, I'm destined. I'm destined that to be a dad. hundred percent. We, oh we, and God, we talk, we actually, Morgan, my partner and I, we, on our very first date, we both had it on our list to ask each other and we did, but we both admitted later on that if either one of us said no, we weren't going to go on another date. <gasps> Oh Thank my gosh, God you said that. yes, because that's very vulnerable to share that information with oh, a stranger. No. Yeah, but they were yeah, going to no. end it if it wasn't. I've, I've but they could have lied, both of them, and be like, no, oh. don't press the other to guess what you want. No, I don't know. Yep. Nope. We were, we are definitely on the kid train. We know exactly how we're going to do it, and we're like ready to rock. So you're teaching in Detroit. We have a show in Detroit. No, when, no he's not teaching oh, he's in Detroit. Yeah, not, but Detroit is home, so I can get to Detroit like okay. that. When's your okay, Detroit? Okay, we'll, we'll give you our Detroit date. We'll give you our Detroit date. Have you announced your tour yet? Yeah, we have our tour. All yeah. of our Detroit, Cat and Except Matt Detroit. Tour, Except Detroit. It's not okay. a fucking sale yet. No, no. Do you know what theater you're playing? Yeah, it's a big. Ca- it's, it's the casino. It's the big casino. Which one? It? MGM. Uh, the one that are the is it the harem? No. Listen, I'm fucking there. Oh okay, my it's, God. it's the we big need, one with the big theater this and it's is a connected. Perfect, this is a perfect and collab. It's, Every city we can get you in, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Oh you guys God, are the best. This is awesome. Now, All right. And well, then we, we'll invite Jake as a special backstage guest. We appreciate done, done you for done. coming. Thank you for making this happen. And thank you for having us. This was so fun. Oh my fun. God. This is fantastic. I'm so glad we got to meet. It's I don't want to say beginning. goodbye, and I would like to have you over on Saturday night for dinner. But um, until then, let's meet in cities and do shows together. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys for having <laughs> me too. Bye. 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 See ya. Bye.